the Gilda's maximum lawyers community of legal entrepreneurs who are taking their businesses and lives to the next level. As a Guild member, you'll build relationships, be held accountable, and learn strategies specifically designed to get you unstuck and accelerate your plan for growth. Members are also granted exclusive access to masterminds hosted around the country. Our next event is coming up, and we're heading to Scottsdale, Arizona. There's something truly magical about the power of these in-person connections where real-time breakthroughs happen. Picture this. You're surrounded by like-minded law firm owners tackling your business and mindset challenges together. The energy is electric, the insights are transformative, and the results are game-changing. Investing in yourself is the best decision you'll ever make. The knowledge, strategies, and breakthroughs you'll gain are priceless assets that will supercharge your practice and propel you forward. Join the Guild and secure your ticket to Scottsdale at the best possible price by visiting maxlawevents.com. I want to step back for a minute and just talk about the pure value of having a larger audience because if you are standing out in the woods yelling, hey, hire me, you know, that's not going to bring you too many people. But if you can find the people who want what you have and spend your time amplifying that and amplifying your message, there are enough people in the world who need what you have to make a very, very nice life for yourself. Run your law firm. The right, way. the right way. This is the Maximum Liar Podcast. Maximum Liar Podcast. Your hosts, Jim Hacking and Tyson Mutrix. Let's partner up and maximize your firm. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. I'm Jim Hacking. And I'm Tyson Mutrix. What's up, Jimmy? Well, Tyson, my friend, you know that the early bird registration is ending this week. So we wanted to lead off the show by reminding everyone that the price goes up and it will not go down. So everyone needs to make sure that they go ahead and sign up. If they're thinking about coming, no reason to spend money later, extra money later. So I encourage everyone who's listening, if you haven't registered, you should do so. We're already over a hundred people coming, which is 30 more than we had last year. Now we have a bigger space, but I think we're going to be pretty close to capacity by the time things shape up. Yeah, it, and it's not a small increase in price. I don't think. I think we're. At, I think it's four ninety nine. Tell me if I'm wrong. It's either four fifty nine or four ninety nine is what it goes up to. So that's the final price. So get it in now. Get the get the early bird pricing because otherwise it's a pretty steep increase. So and it's. I mean, we're going to get to one fifty. I think easily is what people tell me that people that are used to putting in the, these kinds of things on with us being at over, I think we're 102, 103. I can't remember what I told you last night, but I think it's 102 as of right now. And so uh, we're going to, people that are in the know say we're going to get to at least 150. So I think we're, we're in really good shape. Get your hotel room, go to the Facebook group and get the link to, to the Moonrise Hotel or call the Moonrise and let them know that you're part of our crew to get that discount because it's going to fill up. And as Jimmy posted in his video, it's going to be a little bit of a, a drive to get to the hotel because we're in a little different location. So make sure you get that hotel right away. You know, I was looking over the list of topics. So we, we denounced the speakers a while back, but the actual topics themselves have me really excited. I mean, I think I'm going to be sitting right there in the front row when we're not on stage taking notes like everybody else. I think it's just going to be 
and I know it sounds corny to say value packed, but I think that everyone's just going to come away with probably too much stuff to do. But when when you look at our, our conference pound for pound, I think there's very little fat, and I think that it's just going to be pure, implementable topics and activities. Yeah, because last year we did 45-minute segments for everybody, and this year we are cutting those down drastically. Most people have 20 minutes. Some people have 10 minutes. I mean, it is they're small, and they're just all actionable things. It's, it's going to be solid. So take your notes. Get your notebooks ready. It's going to be pretty awesome. All right. Well, let's turn to our topic for today. And so, you know, one of the things that we like to talk about here is sort of building that tribe. And I want to even narrow down a little bit from that. And that is building an audience, because I really think that having a larger audience solves a lot of problems. And what I mean by that, I think that if our listeners are sitting around and saying to themselves, boy, I'd like to make more money. I'd like to have more cases. To me, the greatest thing that they can do is spend more time on building an audience. And so I think that there's lots of different ways to do that, but there are people out in the world who need your services. And if your audience is too small, they're not going to know that you're there. And I know it sounds simplistic, but I really think that we need to spend some time on this episode talking about how people can actually go about building an audience. Yeah. And I think there's different ways of building audiences too. I think most people in, in Actually, honestly, whenever you first told me about this topic, you, you, you this morning you kind of mentioned it. I, I was kind of thinking, okay, you know, audience or potential clients, and I, I, I've given it some thought. And I don't think that's actually quite true. There are different audiences, and John Fisher has a, is a good example of that, where he he targets other other lawyers. Like that's his audience. It's not potential clients. It's it's actually potential referral partners, and that's more of the model that I go off of. You go off of a model of your your audience is potential consumers, potential clients. Yeah, you do have a part of your newsletter is sort of targeted towards referral partners, but I think more of your business comes in from the internet, from the from videos, and and not necessarily from referral partners. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, and I think I think that raises a great point. I mean, I think there's totally different ways to build an audience, and I think that you can focus on a different audience. I think. Mitch Jackson is more of the social media type person who's growing a brand. You know, he speaks at Tony Robbins. He has his Legal Minds group and he's, you know, always speaking at lawyer conferences. And I think that, you know, he's building his audience in a different way. So I think there's definitely lots of different ways to skin the cat. But I want to step back for a minute and just talk about the pure value of having a larger audience. Because if you are standing out in the woods yelling, hey, hire me you know, that's not going to bring you too many people. But if you can find the people who want what you have and spend your time amplifying that and amplifying your message, there are enough people in the world who need what you have to make a very, very nice life for yourself. Yeah. So I don't, I mean, you're going to have to elaborate a little bit more on this. What do you mean by, by what will you have? Right. So, okay. So let's say, like Dean Jackson talks about sometimes people that, that need a new roof. Now, so if you're a roofer, how do you identify the people that need a new roof? And there's lots of different ways you could do it. You could drive up and down the street looking at houses. That wouldn't be very efficient. You can do some data sets and try to figure out how old the houses in a particular neighborhood are and maybe guess what their ages of their roofs are. But at the end of the day, you need people who need roofs. And so if you can find those people 
if you can identify those people and spend more time trying to speak to them and build them build them as an audience, I think that you're really going to go a lot further than if you're doing this sort of broad shotgun approach to marketing. I think you really need to find, you know, who are the people that know my people that, that might do business for me. So like, for instance, one of the groups that I really like to hang out with are international student advisors. I said to myself, well, where are the immigrants? Well, there are a lot of immigrants at colleges and immigrants at colleges, you know, they end up marrying U.S. citizens. They end up getting jobs with employers. And so I've spent time figuring out ways to market to international students and even even better to market to the international student advisors. And so I've built an audience now, people on my email list, people that, you know, have downloaded my Staying Here book, which is targeted exactly to that group, that we now have a, an audience that participates in our Facebook group and that and that talk to each other about immigration. So I think that's one example. So it's interesting. I, and I'd, I'm going to give away some of my secret sauce. I don't really want to, but I'm going to. So one of my, I don't want to call it really a niche, but one of my one of my groups of referral partners comes from solo small firm criminal defense firms. And I know that a lot of those smaller, newer criminal defense lawyers, I mean, they're, they're making okay money, but they're not making great money. I also know that they're getting calls about auto accident cases that either they don't know how to take and so they just turn them down or they don't know how to do them. And so what they do is they take them and they just sit in their drawer for a month and they don't do anything on it. So I was able to find a list of, and I, I could always make this list, but I actually stumbled upon a list of solo and small firm criminal defense lawyers that happened to be on the public defenders list. So in St. Louis County, St. Louis City, actually across the state of Missouri, if there's overflow in public defender cases, what they'll do is they'll refer those cases to people that are on this list. And so my, I target those people intentionally with, you know, lunches, phone calls, letters, emails, a variety of things. And none of them are advertising type of things. It's, it's more of, uh, you know, like, hey, getting to know you kind of stuff. And so I've been pretty successful at getting referrals from that little bitty group of people. I get them from other people too. But another way of talking about it is, is, is what can you provide to these people that they're looking for. And those people are looking for a boost in their income, a boost in their money. And I know that. And so I find ways of targeting those people. So I think you've, you've got to sort of narrow down an audience or a group of audiences to target before you, before you start with what we're talking about. Yeah. So clearly being deliberate about it is one thing. And also, I think as we're talking it through, I'm thinking that, that being hyper-targeted is really important that, you know, you can build one little audience of people who are criminal defense attorneys who have PI cases sitting in their drawers or who don't know what to do with PI cases. I know John Fisher works with a lot of people who sort of get in over their head on medical malpractice cases, and he sort of takes those over. Gary Berger certainly does that as well. I think mentoring is, is another great way for lawyers to get cases from other lawyers. And, you know, Tyson, I think we're we're missing the biggest example of all of building an audience. And that wait, 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 me, hold on, guess, let me guess, don't say it. Don't, I, want to, I know what it is. Newsletter. Nope. No. no. Okay. Never mind. What is it? It's sitting right in front of us. It's 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 maximum lawyer. I mean, I think that if you look at the tra the trajectory of what has happened with maximum lawyer in in a very very organic way, is that we've built this audience, and and as our audience has grown, 
the conference has grown and the Facebook group has grown. And so, and the number of downloads on the podcast have grown. So I think that anybody who has been watching what we do for the last two years can just sort of see the natural progression of what audience growth leads to. The Facebook group has become this juggernaut of good, valuable information with people sharing things that you and I, you know, we don't chime in nearly as much as some people. And there's certainly long, productive, beneficial threads that we, you know, we, we try to monitor and we try to kick in, but it's really the group. And I think that that leads to more people listening to the episodes. And I know that because I just looked at the, at the numbers the other day, we're up to about seven or 800 downloads an episode and the conversations in the Facebook group are great. Yeah. And I think an important lesson about this, because I, the people that are just getting to the podcast, they might have this idea that, you know, we really did a lot of promotion on this thing, getting it up and running. And let me back up just a second. Those downloads, those are low if you compare them to like Gary Vaynerchuk, but as highly targeted as we are, those are really high numbers. And so it's kind of mind blowing for you and me and Kent to to talk about this because it it really, it was really our great numbers because how highly targeted we are with this podcast. But it really kind of stepped back. It was just me and you on a microphone talking. And then the next thing we added, it was just one thing at a time. We added the Facebook group. And then the next thing after that was the, was the conference. And then something that is going out, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Jim, this week or next week is we're going to start a newsletter. And so one thing is we're doing one thing at a time, step by step by step. You know, it's not just, okay, we start doing all these things at one time and you're going to have a big audience. It's not that. It's something that takes time that grows and grows and grows. You can't just start getting an audience tomorrow. That's not how it works. It's building and then also providing value. And it's not me and you, you know, it's not, it's not just our knowledge that we share. It's, it's the knowledge of other people that when we have them on, they're willing to share. And so it's, it's just one thing after another, after another, and it's not just everything at one time. Yeah. And I think that's a really good point. And, and so, you know, when you think about building an audience that can be overwhelming, and I'm sure there's a lot of people listening to this, right. Saying, "Mm, how could I ever build an audience? How, why would people ever find me interesting or what I have to say? And how long is it going to take? You know, I mean, we're getting close to 10,000 YouTube subscribers, but there was certainly a day where I had one and then there was a day where I had two and then I had four. And it's just sort of doing that legwork every day, consistent content creation to make it so that people want to come back and listen to more. And people talk about creating value and all that stuff. And I agree, but it has to be interesting and it has to be entertaining and it has to be stuff that people want to, to know about. And so I think that this is this opportunity is there for any of our listeners. I, we have plenty of people in the group who are doing a lot of really interesting things, building their own audiences. And I think that the key to it all is just to start. So a couple more things. One is consistency, doing it consistently. You, you do your newsletter every single week. I'm not sure if you've ever missed, but I see it all the time. If you've missed, it may have been only one or two times. The other thing is, I mean, we, we haven't missed a week on this podcast. And so it's doing it consistently. And the other thing is, and this is from Jay Ruane, is experiment, experiment, experiment. It's okay if it fails. It's okay if you do a couple of things and they don't work. That's fine. I've done things that just didn't work. I've done things that did that work really, really well. Same thing for you, Jim. So experiment, but also once you find something that works, keep doing it and keep doing it consistently. I want to be a little sensitive about the way I phrase this next part of the discussion, but I think that you'll you'll certainly appreciate what I'm saying and chime in. And that is that 
now that we have this audience and we're trying to figure out what to do with it and we're seeing it sort of grow organically and we're having so much fun with it as we build the, the conference and that thing, it dawned on me this week as people are trying to get in front of our audience in different ways. And, and they're doing it in lots of different ways, some totally cool, some pretty not cool. And I just think it's interesting to watch the behavior of people now that there is an audience. And I think that, like I said, some people can use it for themselves and try to be very selfish about it. Some people are, are very giving and, and contribute a lot to the group. So what do you think about that? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure I can be as, um, <laughs> as PC as you were about this. I will try my best. I'm going to be candid about it. it. It irks you and me sometimes that how people sometimes try to come in and they just try to pitch themselves. And we do it. We're pretty hawkish when it comes to making sure that people aren't coming into the group and marketing to them. It's, there are posts that some people may have not have, may not have ever seen because it was just a big sales pitch and we deleted it right away and kicked the person out of the group because we don't want it to, to be about that. It's you and I aren't making any money off this thing. We are not. It's not what this is about. This is about getting a group of people together and really just sharing ideas and growing together. And it's some people try to take advantage of it and it's it's annoying at times. But you've also have people that come in and all they do is provide value. And that's awesome. I mean, there because we there are some marketing companies in our group that that we allowed in early on or they were guests on the show. We allowed them in on and all they do is provide value. They don't sell to the group. And we really, really appreciate that. And that's that's what we want. We want people that are willing to come in, provide value, share with each other. We all grow together. But the rest of you, not the rest of you, the people that, that want to just come in and sell and provide no value, we know who you are. We don't like it. So cut it out. So I think I can offer a contrast of two two possible scenarios. And, and you sort of touched on this. So Last week, I was getting ready to watch this great show, Patriot, which you should watch. It's really hilarious. But anyway, I was waiting for the show, and Imani was doing something with the kids, and I was looking on my phone, and there's a, a member of our group who is actually uh, another lawyer, uh, immigration lawyer, and she was putting on a, a CLE, and a it was about legal marketing and running your practice. And she must have been in the group for a long time, but she's never participated, never left a comment, never done anything in the group. And she wanted to know if it would be okay to pitch her conference in the group. And I'm like, no, you know, we have a, a conference of our own coming up. It's touches the exact same topics. And most importantly, you've never participated in the group. Nobody knows who you are. So if you take that and if you contrast that, let's say that, that Will Eady came to us and said, hey, I've put together this course on how to have pillar content uh, for your website and how SEO games are really just nothing more than games. And I, I want to teach lawyers how to do this. I mean, Will has given so much great content and information and been such a great participant. He's been one of our greatest advocates. You and I would say, hell yes, and we would sign up for that course. If Wayne Pollack, who was on the show and who came to the conference and, and put on one of the best uh, sessions that we had at the conference, if he said, Jim, I've put together this package for, you know, PR for lawyers, what lawyers, the, the, you know, a course that lawyers need to know how to, you know, spread publicity on a particular case. You and I would say, heck yeah, dude, get it on in there. So I think it's all about about being honest and nice and straightforward and, and participating. Yeah, I mean, and listen, I have no problem with people just coming into the group and just observing and, and taking information. It's just the ones that want to just 
they don't want to contribute and then they just want to take, 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 take. And it's just not what the group's about. The group, the group is built on those real go-giver principles. If you, if you're just a casual observer and you look at our group, that's what it is. It's just a bunch of givers. And that's what like people like Bernard Nomberg and, and Nick Ortiz and so many other people. And I'm, and I'm going to leave people out. So I'm not going to go off and list a bunch of people, but all they do is contribute. They do nothing else and, and other than contribute and they don't try to take. And so it's, it really is a testament just to how great the group is because it's so awesome just seeing people share some of their, not just some of their best ideas, their best ideas and contributing to this and, and just adding value to everyone else's lives. It's just so, so amazing to watch sometimes. So let's talk to our listener who's heard our call and he's asked, he or she has asked, how do I build an audience? What, what is the tip or two that you would give them to build an audience as quickly as, you, as they can? Well, we, we know what number one is, right? You come up with a list, right? I, I I would say that that's what number one is. Or number one could be come up with a message. So it's either list than message or message than list. They're going to build off of each other because, for example, with, if you take my example for criminal defense lawyers, you know, targeting those those that small little niche there, then I have to craft a message to them in some way. And so I'd say, Start with a list and then craft a message and then consistently communicate with to them in whatever fashion you choose. It can be via social media, it can be via a podcast, it could be lunches if you want it every week. You, you pick one person from that list each week, have lunch with them. However you choose to do it, communicate with them consistently. All right. That's all well and good, but I, I'm talking about big audiences. And to me, the, the two biggest ways to build an audience are podcasts and YouTube. The podcast Thank God for you, Tyson, being as consistent as you were, because, you know, I've started two or three podcasts before, and it's really your your consistency and, you know, having Francisco on the back end, helping us make sure these episodes always go out. But having a podcast and being in people's ears when they're doing their laundry or driving their kids around or whatever it is when people listen to podcasts at the gym, I just think that there's no substitute for people's true identities to come through when they're talking week after week. I think people know us very, very well. I mean, you and I both had experiences where listeners have come up to us on the street or in the courthouse and said, hey, I've been listening to your podcast. I mean, Mo talks about this all the time with his tips from Mo. There's just no substitute for being regularly connected with people in either video or audio format. I mean, YouTube has been huge for us. Half of my consults now come off YouTube. So I really encourage people. I know it's a lot of work. I know it's intimidating, but there's just no substitute, especially now, you know, in this social media age that we have where people are going to be connected. And if you're not doing these things, I really think you're going to get left behind. I agree with you. I mean, it's, and I wouldn't disagree with you at all. I, cause to me, and I've, I've talked about this on the podcast before, but if you're just start starting with our podcast early on, I talked about how the difference for me when it came to YouTube, when people getting to know me was, you know, I, I started putting videos out and then pushing them out through Facebook each day. And then people in the courthouse and started knowing my name, judges knew my name. Hey, Mr. Mutrix, blah, 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 blah. People that I, you know, you see around the courthouse all the time that say, Hey buddy, how you doing? They don't really know your name. They started knowing my name. So YouTube was a big game changer when it come to, came to that. And then the podcast, you're so right. I mean, we've got, I've got people in the courthouse all the time saying, Hey Tyson, what's going on? You got to get me on the podcast. Got to get me on the podcast, stuff like that. It really is kind of cool just to think like, yeah, I'll get you on the podcast. And some of those guests, we will get on the podcast. So it's, it is really kind of cool just how it does spread. But I think if you, if you don't want to do those 
two things. You do need to sort of go back to basics and, and create your list and target that list, and whether it's with a newsletter or some other way. But not everybody wants to do a podcast, Jim. Not everybody wants to get in front of a video. They're not all like us. And so there is there are simpler ways of doing it. And those those are you know, get a list and, and, and then start targeting that list. But you're right, though, it, being in people's ears as they're you know, doing the lawn or working out or whatever it is, it is it is a huge advantage. So if you've got something that you want, you, you have to talk about and everyone does, it's easy to do a podcast in general. Just the hardest part is just being consistent about it. All right. Well, I think we should wrap up the show. Let's do it. Uh, before we do, I want to remind everyone to go to that amazing Facebook group, get involved. Let me put a challenge out there. For those of you that have been listening a while and you haven't said anything, just introduce yourselves to everyone. You know, hey, I've been on here for a while. I haven't said anything. Just say hi to everyone. You're going to like it. Trust me. Uh, just dip your toe in the water. You'll love it. Then also, if you don't mind, go to iTunes and give us a five-star review if you've not done so yet. It really does help, so please help spread the love. Jimmy, what's your hack of the week? So my hack of the week is a little game that our friend Annika Godlewski sent me. I don't know if she sent this to you. It's called Bertels, and it's less small talk, more genuine conversations. It's a little card game. It's fun. We've, we've played it here in the office a couple of times. It sort of gets you to sort of talk about things that happened in the past, and it's just sort of a fun way to, to meet other people and or to connect on a deeper level. So check it out. It's it's a little in a little black box. It's called Vertels. And of course, she sent me one too. It's, it's awesome. I, I, we, we, uh, my wife and I opened up right away and we, we dove right in. So really awesome. Thank you, Annika. Uh, I know I sent you a text before thanking you, but thank you so much. We really do appreciate it. All right, Jimmy, for my tip of the week, it's MauiMastermind.com. So the book that I've been reading recently, uh, which is the name of it is escaping me. Give me, it's called Scales by Jeff Hoffman and David Finkel. Really good book. Their website, MauiMastermind.com. It gives away a lot of free tools, financial tools, whatever it is for running a business. It really is good. So I, I, I subscribe to their newsletter. They don't hit you with a bunch of stuff. It's uh, a couple times a week. It's not too much, but they do give you free tools. You can always unsubscribe. You can get download the toolkits and then and then unsubscribe if you want. But it really is good. So I, I highly recommend checking it out. So, all right, Jimmy, thanks so much. It's been a lot of fun today. Great talking to you, and everyone have a good week. Thanks for listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. To stay in contact with your host and to access more content. Go to MaximumLawyer.com Have a great week and catch you next time.